Hey everyone, welcome back to the kitchen table. My name is Emily, she they pronouns. Hey everyone, my name is Natalia. She's serious with a dash of ella. Hey everyone, my name is Iman, they, them, she. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that she so crooked? Like, How the fuck does the word sound crooked? I don't know, it's just like... <laughs> It's like when you're writing and then like you don't finish the letters. <laughs> it's like she. <laughs> I've been having a long day. Oh, we can tell. Um, so today is October third. Happy Mean Girls Day, but it's also um, National Boyfriend's Day, and I think the topic that we're gonna do today correlates amazingly. Our topic today is basically gonna be about doing wifey shit on a girlfriend's salary, <laughs> and I feel like. And I speak for myself. I can definitely relate to this topic. And we're just going to share our experiences. How does this certain topic relate to us? The wifey shit that we have done for folks who probably shouldn't have deserved it or did it too soon, et cetera, et cetera. The floor is ours, y'all. Wow. Who wants to start? It's hot and steamy. Hot, steamy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I need to be in a club with that song playing. No, No, for real. Drunk as fuck. Uh, um do we want to define first what is wifey shit i feel like wifey shit is just well i feel like my perception of wifey shit (laughs) is a little bit above and beyond the normal average person because i i go hard i'm a i'm a lover girl lover they them whatever but um yeah i just feel like for me doing some wifey shit on like a um, type of like girlfriend salary is like when you're putting in so much energy and it's clearly mm-hmm. like so much work, like so much labor, mm-hmm. but it's a labor of love and your partner is a piece of shit or they're not reciprocating the same energy. So to me, that's when I'm like, oh, okay, um, clearly this is not a full time job, babe. So let me pack it up. Um, but I guess like we can start off by defining, like maybe giving an example of like what y'all have done. <laughs> Where's been some, you know, wifey shit y'all have done? (laughs) Because, boy, do I have a lot to to share. Oh, you was the number one housewife. (laughs) Okay, we know I said it. I was very transparent and honest about it. Out of everybody, Iman took the cake. Okay, but y'all, I was raised, the home training I received in that package, it said, be a wife. I was trained (laughs) to be a wife, not a girlfriend, a wife. And that's why when motherfuckers try to fuck with me now, I'm like, do you want a wife? If not, because that's what you better get. <laughs> keep put, keep a pushing, keep a pushing. No more frogs. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I need to find my prince or princess. I'm tired of kissing frogs. But um, I have. But the frogs lead to the prince. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, no. Um, I've, I've, um, I've cooked. <laughs> I've cleaned, I've mopped, I've made someone's bed before, I cooked them a whole meal before, like, they got home, and then, like, put, like, candles and flower petals on the, like, bed with their snacks. So, I go above and beyond for my partners, like, above and beyond. I'm trying to think what wifey shit I've done. The, like, really top. I think the most wifey shit I've done has been I, it was I remember it was like the anniversary gift for my um ex boyfriend and I basically did like a voiceover poem with like one of his favorite Frank Ocean songs in the back when I tell you that was some wifey shit on a girlfriend's salary 
I feel like I really went above and beyond. And like Iman said, I'm a lover girl too. But I really felt like that was some wifey girl shit. Wifey, wifey shit. It was just, I can't believe Like, I spent like weeks on that. <sighs> made, made me learn technical audio. Oh my God, I helped you with it. You know what's crazy? I had it on my computer and I was like, let me delete this. Like, I don't need this on my yeah, computer. Yeah, I deleted that shit on my, <laughs> my devices too. I was like, I do not need this energy right now. I don't feel like I've done too much wifey shit. Really? I wouldn't even let myself. I used to be a wife. Okay, talk about that. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> um, I, I don't think you understand. I think that time in my life was so traumatic. I blocked it out. Um, but I feel like at that time, I was really taking care. I felt like a mother. Like, that mm-hmm. was wifey. Like, I was taking care of a mother. Like, I was literally, mm, my ex at the time, he was taking an uh, 8 a.m. And I was still in high school. And he was, like, a first year in college. And so I remember I would wake him. I would call him every morning so he could wake up for his 8 a.m. And then on top of that, I will make sure, like, he was all good. He ate. He had breakfast. All that good stuff. And I was like, who the fuck am I? Like, what the fuck am I doing? But I would never shit. My boyfriend now does husband shit for me. Like, <laughs> like the man cleans Period. my room. I don't. <laughs> I don't do all of that. That's how it's supposed. This is what feminism is. This is the new wave of it, y'all. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh my god. What? Okay. On some real shit though. Where do you think um, this kind of like over? Because I think there's nothing wrong with being a wife, but. Doing it in a relationship where you're not valued, where you're not catered to, mm-hmm. where you're not supported, seen, I think that's the issue. And I feel like a lot, I, this is what I think, my personal opinion, but I think a lot of femme people of color are literally, again, trained, wired to be like on some wifey shit mm-hmm. in their relationships mm-hmm. and still settle for like shitty ass relationships. Yeah. Even when you know like the love you are providing for this person is so much more greater than what they are providing for you. And again, like, I really think that this is also a cultural thing, especially for, like, because I've seen it with so many, like, femme people of color. I, s- I see it in, like, the older woman in my family, too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that just is also very interesting to, like, unpack. Yeah, and it even becomes, the lines can be very blurred because sometimes the wifey shit that we have seen growing up and potentially do in our future dynamics mm-hmm. it can be like borderline codependency oh yeah like mm-hmm. i can see the the ways the relationships i've witnessed through growing up and how like it's essentially wifey shit but it's very codependency like why mm-hmm. is it that your wife is basically like paying for your bills like you should be able to like at least support yourself in that way where like you could log in on the computer pay for your bills and like make your own doctor's appointment like there, like, there are women in my family who make doctor's appointments for like their husbands, and I'm just like, you see, then that's when it becomes very codependent, because mm. I'm like, this is basic life shit. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? Like, right. Even making a meal though, like some men oh refuse, God. like don't know how to cook and depend on a woman I for a meal, which is crazy to me because I, at this point you should at least know how to make breakfast. Bro, I remember my ex really tried to pull some shit like that one day and was like, oh, can you make me a sandwich? I was like, boy, get the fuck out of my face. I was like, I refuse to. And that is one gender role I tried to like fight growing mm-hmm. up, like making a meal because it's just the way like the wifey shit mm-hmm. that was done. And I'm like, I just didn't see the energy reciprocated on like – 
of course we're talking very cis heteronormative right now, but mm. still. I was about to say, even in, in like right. I mm-hmm. my like last relationship was a queer relationship and even then I feel like I took on very um I guess you could say like stereotypically considered feminine roles. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I just think it was it was very interesting. Like I feel like constantly in my mm-hmm. dynamics I've taken on the nurture yeah. nurturing role and that role is so fucking draining to take mm-hmm. on because nine times out of ten you're not put you don't yeah. like want to be this nurturer mm-hmm. like the dynamic of who you're with mm-hmm. is like pushing you to kind of like you know act that way or perform that way and I think even in non like non cis relationships I think that very much these like gender roles mm-hmm. this sort of performance can still very much happen oh, like sure. and mm-hmm. I and I've definitely witnessed that and like after leaving the relationship I was like damn like I feel like even in a queer relationship I was still performing. Mm-hmm. And even in a queer relationship, I still felt like I had to, like, perform and adhere to yeah. patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, me and that person were both non-binary. But, it, it, like, it's still, it's crazy how, oh, like, yeah. still prominent these, mm-hmm. dyna- these like, systems can be in your dynamics. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. What was I going to say? Oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. I feel like for me, my first relationship, I was really trying, like, not to cook for him. Like, I was just like, one I think my first relationship, I started dating when I was, like, a first year in high school, which, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, I was literally 14, 15. And he would make comments like, oh, you don't know how to make rice yet? You don't know how to do this? And now that I look back, I'm like, do you? Or not even (laughs) that, but it was just more like, how do you expect me to do that, like, at the age of 15? Well, I mean, you know, you could learn how to cook rice. But I think it's, like, you have such high expectations and we're just dating for me to, Mm -hmm. like, be able to make a full-course meal, make you a fucking pernil and all, like... And pernil, bitch. Pernil, bitches? That shit is hard, bro. Yeah. But I feel like when I got into my second relationship, now with my current partner, I feel like I will be glad to make you a sandwich i'll make it with love i'll put all the seasoning <laughs> i'll put hot sauce i'll put anything you want in it so i really i think for me it just differed of like my love for that person mm-hmm. like my first i and i i was in my first relationship when i knew like this was not it this was right. not the life i wanted to live mm-hmm. like i don't feel this like your comment was real like i just got turned off but i feel like when you're in a happier relationship you'll do things more willingly mm-hmm. regardless if it's wifey shit or not yeah bro because i found myself oh so two summers ago i had like this little fling when i was working in pittsburgh and i only knew this girl for two weeks but the way that i felt that energy energy reciprocated like I felt nurtured for the first time in my life in a romantic dynamic, and it felt, it felt so unfamiliar, but it felt amazing. And the fact that I was, I cooked this girl a home cooked meal, white rice, some a garlic honey glazed salmon. I remember, and I was like, okay, you could come over, like, and I was just catered for, and it felt so nice. Like I was like, I'm doing wifey shit for a bitch I've only known for like what seven days. Okay. Just, just so you know, like, this is queer timing. Like, I know it's really <laughs> scary, but it just be like that. But again, like, you know, reflecting back on, like, our first relationships, our first dynamics, and, like, kind of realizing that, damn, the energy that we were, pr- the wifey shit that we were doing wasn't reciprocated. And then when we finally entered dynamics, we're, like, we're res- receiving this love mm-hmm. and, like, just, oh, my God. I was, I was speechless. I was like, damn, this shit is out here. And, you know, I think, like, for me, like, 
I always like when my ex felt like my expectations were too high, mm-hmm. and I constantly kept getting frustrated when I would do all the shit, and mm-hmm. like my partner wouldn't even like you know give me the time of day, and I was like shit, like this is. And I think to me that's when you need to start reconsidering who you're with mm-hmm. and if yeah. they're truly nurturing you. Because, like, again, I feel like caring and loving for someone that you are with, is it's not a job. It's it's not transactional. Yeah. But there needs to be this balance because, like, I remember, like, going to therapy and being like, well, I did this and this and this and this and this and this. And then my ex, not my ex, my therapist would be like, so what did you do for your ex? Or what did your ex do for you? And I'm like, um... Yeah. Besides yeah. trauma, I, I don't know what else to, right. to say. And I think that that, to me, I think that's something that I'm very adamant about now, mm-hmm. being um, single intentionally and also just, like, not being with anyone and being very, like, intentional about who I'm going to interact mm-hmm. with. It's like, if you are not going to reciprocate the same energy, but, like, also if you are going to make me feel like mm-hmm. I should lower my expectations then I know that you're not the yeah. person for me because that is just so shitty. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the way I want to adore you and love you, like, you should want to do the same. Um, and I, I guess that's also, like, because I felt really, like, I was like, maybe I'm, I'm doing too much. Maybe I'm the problem. And you're not. Like, I feel like no. it's okay to be on your wifey type of timing. And, you know, my friends still clown me for it. They'd be like, we barely saw you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, I, I, I really cared for this person. I thought I was in love. So I think... You know, the minute you know, you see that it's not being reciprocated or people are making you feel like you should lower your expectations is when you should, like, reevaluate who you're with. Because nine times out of ten, that person is not the one for you. Bro, and people be taking advantage of that wifey material shit. No, they really do. Really, though. Because why was I paying for almost everything? You know what? No, for real, I, though. I don't. For real. I don't ever believe in that, oh, like, a man needs to pay for shit. You know what? I might just start fucking around with only men. Because the way I was <laughs> paying for every That was obviously a joke. But, you know, I like all genders. Um, but the way that, like, I was just paying for everything. And then, like, I realized that my ex would never, like, never be like, oh, let me pay for that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was ridiculous. I was like... Am I your fucking sugar mama? Like, technically, you're older than me, so... And then, you know what's crazy? <laughs> when I started, like, I started um, being intimate with um, this older woman, and, like, mm. I never took what that was it? her. What was it? Princess treatment, huh? Princess. And, you know, she knows who she is. She knows who she is. I never had to pull out my credit card. Like, I'd be like, oh... Once my stomach was hurting, I was like, oh, my God, I need medication. She was like, I'll go downstairs. I'll get it. Like, we're at a hotel. She paid for the hotel. She fed me breakfast, lunch, dinner, and drinks. And then she was like, let me go get you medicine. And then... And then, guys, she would pay for my Uber from the city back to where I live, which is, like, an hour or something drive. So, like, it's just crazy to mm-hmm. see, like, and it's not even about money, but it's about effort. It's about thought. Intention. It's about intention. Mm-hmm. The tension with the action right afterwards. Ooh, yeah, that should yeah. be good. Because intention <laughs> without action oh. is shit. This, that's, <laughs> that's nothing. That's just blah, 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 blah. Put your money where your mouth is, bitch. No, for real. Ooh, I've... Oh my God, this girl, I remember she was like, I'm going to just take you out. Oh, pick me up. Took me out to dinner, drinks. I was like, mm 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 mm. Ate that shit right up. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't even have to pay for it. And you know what? Y'all might be listening to this and be like, damn, these bitches, like, have been fucking with people who just did not, like, you know, but bro. We've been, we have had experiences with bums, respectfully so. And bums. it's not even bums, like, in terms of, like, 
them not, you know, paying for money. I mean, that also plays a part, too. Yeah. But, like, just fucking with people who just was not putting that that initiative. Like, damn, like, we don't even have to be spending money. Like, no, my really man, make a picnic. Like, go to yeah. the bodega, get us, like, a butter roll and, like, a Arizona drink. And I would have been happy. Little no. blanket yeah. on the mm-hmm. I don't know, because my first relationship, he paid for every single little thing. Mm. And I wasn't working. He was working. He had a little after-school job. Paid for everything. Shoes, I wanted paid. Every snack, everything, he paid for it. But he was just ugly inside and out. <laughs> so it's oh like, God. money can only do so much for you, you know? And, like, it's good, like, mm, you know, it's good when you get everything paid for, but if... It's not, if it's not feeling right, it's not feeling right. I think there's, it's true. a balance. It like, has yeah. to be a balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not even about, like, receiving material goods. It's right. really just, like, feeling wanted, feeling cared for. Mm-hmm. It's seeing that the effort is reciprocated. Yeah. And I feel like that's how I felt every time mm-hmm. I would pay for something or I'd be like, to mm-hmm. my ex, let's go get dinner. Like, let's go on yeah. a date. It's just, like, you know, it takes two people to tango, so why the mo- why am yeah. I the only one? Like, why am I doing the two-step by myself? Yeah. Like, yeah. this don't make no sense. It's okay. It doesn't make sense. All right, let's 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 backtrack. What are your love languages to receive? You know what? I was just thinking. That. Yeah, because I was thinking that. I was like, okay, what was what's our love languages that we like to receive? And, like, were they even received? And what are the five love languages? Uh, so <laughs> I always remember physical touch first because that's my favorite. But physical touch, acts of service, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, quality time, and gifts, uh, um, gift giving. I think yeah. I think so. Yeah, gift giving. Like quality time is one of my top, 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 top love languages to receive. And when this girl would put in the initiative to like spend the night, like even if I was working, like come right after her job and stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is nice. But then with past dynamics, I'm like, my ex would not put in that same effort. So I don't know, because I've had physical, um, or what is it, quality time with people, mm-hmm. but time is just such a social con- Like, you can spend 50 hours, but it'll still be the bummiest 50 hours oh. I've ever had. So just because <laughs> I'm, oh my just because I've been in, like, we're in a room and we're spending time together does not mean it's always a good time. Mm-hmm. That's true. what I want to say. True, true. That's why I'm like, it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I will say for me, though, I really like words of affirmation and physical touch, which for me is very rare because, as everybody knows, I don't like being physical, but with my partner, that's when I enjoy it the most. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Same, 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 same. I think for me, physical touch is my number one love language. I think I, I'm just a very, like, I don't know. Like, I just like to be hugged. Like, if, I don't know. And I, I always, I even make it a point, even in my friendships, like, Natalia knows this. I'd be like, hugs. Where are my hugs? Because yeah. um, I just think that's, <laughs> like, a very, like, essential part of really any dynamic, at least for me. And then I would say my second one would have to be acts of service. And it doesn't even have to be, like, you know, you have to buy me something great. Like, I don't know. Something as simple as, like, making my bed in the morning because you thought that I was having a rough day. Oh, I really and you make my like bed. Or, like... You wake up and you're make I'm like you're making breakfast and I wake up and you're like hey do you want breakfast like stuff like that like to me like even if you don't like it doesn't necessarily have to be done but just the thought just the intent to me like mm-hmm. really really matters like I really like I want to see that you're actively thinking about me and thinking about how you can I like that me. one too 
And then words of affirmation. Like, tell me that I'm the most beautiful. And Iman wants I'm it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, those are my top three. Mm. But I, I really think that, like, I... And I'm not as shameful about the love and attention I require <laughs> in a relationship. That's one thing I used to be very, like, insecure about because I was like, damn, maybe I require a lot of effort. But the truth is I don't require a lot of effort. If anything, it's the bare minimum because if you want to eat this punani, you got to put in the effort. Hello, this WAP mm. is not for free. Get it together. But, yeah. Oh, my. I was just going to – I don't know why when you were saying um, <laughs> words of affirmation – I'm like, yo, like, I really do want, like, oh, call me baby, babe, <laughs> all that. But my boyfriend doesn't even call me that. He calls me donkey. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he calls me the worst names ever. That's but it's funny. so funny to me. And I'd be like, why do you call me a donkey? And he'd be like, because you got that donkey ass. <laughs> and I'd just be like, no. And I was, guys, I was really in a hospital, like, like hospital and all and you know what he had the audacity to do bring me a card that had a donkey on it <laughs> and i was like it just, it just doesn't stop but you know what like oh you can real sagittarius shit bro that's very sagittarius very story. much like, but you humor. know what you just laugh you gotta laugh but oh I, that's one thing Ooh, if mm, if they can make me laugh my legs gonna be open for you literally what is your um favorite like name like is it baby babes oh. dear bubs stop oh, no! <laughs> you're so shady <laughs> i hate you <laughs> um that's a good one <laughs> just you, i've um, heard it before no you know, sounds familiar i don't know <laughs> actually i was on tiktok and mad like people are using it i'm like excuse me i coined this term okay okay but it would have to be bubs. I feel like I would still use that with like, my future partner. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> like too traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, know. no. I feel like at first I was like, I will never use this nickname again. But honestly, you live and you learn. Mm. Another day, another dollar. Another dick, another vagina. Another Literally. whatever. Crazy thing. My first relationship, he was like, I hate names. I hate them all. Mm. I saw a uh, aunt and like... I think, like, an aunt and uncle of his, like, had a toxic relationship, and they would be like, mi amor, mi amor. Like, they'll always be like, baby, baby, like, mi amor. Even though they had, like, the most toxic relationship, he was like, I just don't want to be like them. And I was like, this is so ghetto. Like, this <laughs> is so disgusting. This is just rooted in trauma. And then now I tried it. And I just, it doesn't even work. It doesn't even sound natural. And I think it's because of the trauma I had in my first oh, relationship. Oh, really? Yeah. I will say I'd be, like, my love the most. Mm-hmm. I can say it through text. I just think mm-hmm. in person. It's a little, it, yeah, I'm a little awkward like, in person, too. But I feel like Big Head has been become my favorite. But me and my partner don't even say, like, lovey things. We just say, like, terrible names. <laughs> <laughs> that is also love language too, you know. I it think, is. yeah, I read it somewhere. How that be? I mean, um, first, I w- I'm not a big fan of like babes, but I, I my ex <laughs> and I, we would call each other like baby and stuff. So that that's fine. I'm mm. honestly a big fan of um like Spanish. Like mi words, like mi amor, Ooh. mi corazón. Ooh. I love, I love when they call me mamacita. Bitch, like <laughs> 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 you're mad Dominican for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and you know, okay, he doesn't speak Spanish, but when he says it, I know, I know he Aww. did it out of love. You know, he he put in the effort. Mamacita, I'd be like, Ooh, can't say it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I love, I love the Spanish. I don't know. I think it just. 
Even though my parents' relationship has its flaws, uh, I don't know. I think my dad was just very like adamant about like words of affirmation to my mom, and like that's just something I'm like, okay, I, I fucks with that. Like, like mommy also like that's also seen as like a word yeah. of endearment. So yeah. even though it's like associated with like mom and stuff, but like mommy, um, and um, yeah, I just I don't know. It depends. It really depends. I hate, I feel like babes is like mm-hmm. what I say to a, a girl. Like, be like, hey, babes, did you get this done for me? Like, yeah. I don't think I could say babes to, like, a partner. Yeah. Or I'd be like, hey, love, um, do you think you could get my nails done? Blah, blah, blah. But I can't, mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't say that mm-hmm. too much. I feel like, for me, if you cannot play fight, I Nah, I, I can't. love play fighting. Because it starts, it really becomes WWE. Like, no, no, no. on some crazy shit. Because you're like crazy. You are crazy. But I, that's why I feel like all the dyna- the dynamics that I have play fighting in, they're all, like, physically stronger than me. So I can't, <laughs> I can't even do anything if I wanted to. And I just <laughs> feel like it's, it just turns into something so playful and sexual really quickly. And I love it. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> See, I wish. I'd be getting angry. Yeah. And once I get angry, it's over. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. you know those movies where it's like the robot gets angry and he turns red and then the <laughs> eyes turn into <laughs> deaf eyes? I swear, like, that's what happens to me. Like, I swear, like, I become a robot and I turn into, like, deaf eyes. No, and really? I'm like, I will not stop until I'm, like, satisfied. Or, like, <laughs> until I, like, get a good hit. Also, I, I look he get competitive, too. Yeah. Like, I know we play fighting, but now, like, I want to win. Even though I may not be physically capable, I want to, like, fight you, fight you right now. Yes. I told yeah. my partner literally last night, I was like, I want you to know you need to thank me for all your success. <laughs> but, here's, but here's what. You have to thank me on your football success. Because one thing I got to say is that I know you've never had a girlfriend who was very close to beating you up and, like, close <laughs> to doing it. And I was like, I know the first time I almost beat you up, I know you got so scared you went back to the gym. And that's why you get stronger every time you fight. <laughs> what did he say? And he was like, and I was doing that while, like, I had my, like, I was literally, like, pressing down on him. Like, I was literally winning. And he was like, okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and I was like, see, I knew it. I knew it. That's actually really funny. That's so cute. That is that is a real New York-ass, like, dynamic. And he's not even from New York, but still. I feel like I can't date someone from New York anymore. <sighs> I mean, I can't, I can't. New York is just, like... Mm. New York, I feel like, that, and that's a different episode. New York love language is just completely different from the entire world. It's, it's like, hey, ugly. Like, huh? I can't. I can't. It's so bad. Oh, oh, you know, oh, you know which one I hate. I'd be like, I hate the one that be like, hey, stink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not I, a fan. I, I hate sorry. that one. Not a fan. The worst one yet. I don't, I just find New York bitches mean, bro. Like, I remember, look. I remember I was on Tinder one summer, and I was in the city for a couple weeks, and bitch, never again. Like, this this girl was just being mean to me and, like, being hella guarded. And I'm like, damn, a bitch can't even take you out on a date? Like, what are you, like, why are you making this so difficult? Like, I remember, what was it? I complimented on her name, and she was like, I don't know. She, like, gaslighted me, and I was like, you know what? I'm blocking you now. I don't want to deal with this shit no more. New Yorkers are, like, sassy. They gaslight you. They play hard to get. And then I'm like, okay. am I like that though? Okay, okay, okay. Am I like that? No, though? But you know I what? Like I am. <laughs> <laughs> but a little sass 
I feel like it's necessary. I'm sorry, but if I, like, I just naturally have an attitude. Mm. So if you cannot handle that, I just, like, mm. and it's not attitude like I'm disrespectful, but I have, I'm opinionated, and I could be a little, a yeah. little snippy, but <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I personally am also just attracted to people who are m- more intimidating than me, and mm. so, like, if I don't find you intimidating, I New Yorkers are intimidating. And I love that because I'm like, oh, got me shaking. My knees are shaking. Mm-hmm. My stomach is quivering. Oh, yes. no. But the ones I've been with, shitty. I feel like <sighs> the only way I could be with a New York, I'm not even going to put it up in the air. Sorry. <laughs> You're sorry. Like, I don't even want to manifest it. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> mm, yeah, no. No, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it, y'all. I just think that's, I also think, like, I will say, I think that the way that American people flirt versus the way that, like, immigrants flirt. Oh, my God. Stop. Like, (laughs) I saw this text, um, like, this text screenshot of, like, there's this trend that's, like, are you dating an Arab man? And, like, this guy literally calls his girlfriend my life. Like, he sends her, Mm -hmm. like, Hayati. That's, Mm -hmm. like, life. And he literally is, like, good morning, Hayati. Like, no American guy would ever say that. And I just feel like Mm -hmm. American guys don't know how to, like, flirt linguistically like mm. i don't know if it's just because english is a horrible hey ass stink like, <laughs> ew, like what the fuck but like i don't know like there's just so much um flirtatiousness in in different cultures and different yeah. languages that i feel like american dating does not have bro i will die on this fucking hill because you know damn well the number one person who is committed to the words of affirmation love language is dominican men specifically dominican immigrants trying to get a fucking visa bro the way i have been spoken to like i was like i was a goddess just to get a fucking visa i'm like bro you you convincing now i know how these white bitches these gringas be falling for this shit bro because i literally had messages like on my phone from the when once the sun came up because he would, like, be working and shit, like, at 6, 7 in the morning. And he would be, like, my life sending me, like, prayers, pictures of, like, um, scriptures and shit. And be, like, I hope I'm God sure. blesses you with a beautiful day. Like, I'm sure it was on WhatsApp, too. Oh, yeah, WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and it wouldn't even be a text message. He would say this all in a voice note. 6, 7 in the morning. I was, like, that's actually really persistence. Nice. Uh, but I'm not used to that. So I was, like, I got to get away. Also, I was young, so I'm like, mm. eh. I don't know. It makes me realize how do I, would, if I had a son, how would I want to raise my child? Oh, you yeah, for I sure. Mean? I will be the type of mother, like, if my son cheats, I will go tell the girl. I'll be like, yeah, my son cheated on you with this person. I will be the snitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, you have to learn your lesson. I would be that mother. For sure. For As sure. you said, because I don't think a lot of m- mothers hold their sons accountable with the <laughs> shit that they... trigger words (laughs) literally (laughs) i think because also it it requires the mother to be like to unpack how she's complicit in her son being an abuser or harm (laughs) someone who can harm somebody else and i don't think half these mothers want to admit that to themselves yeah and you know bringing back to the topic a lot of men are not raised or like folks are not raised to do like wifey or hub, hu- husband shit like in yeah. their relation th- like they're taught to do the bare minimum bro nine times out of ten people like uh, most of the people i've been with and you know i 
fucked around with quite a bit of people. But most of them, I, 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 I can't name, like, maybe two that have come from a loving home. And, you know, who am I to talk shit? Because it's not like I come from a loving home. But, like, I really feel like love and showing up in a, in a like, loving way all starts from the home. It mm-hmm. all starts from what yeah. you see in your childhood, how your childhood has been, like, mm-hmm. you know, how your childhood shapes the way mm-hmm. you are with your partners. Because mm-hmm. you don't just pick up this shit and, like, pull it out of your ass. Like, it's all learned. Mm-hmm. Like, you are nine times out of ten modeling the relationships of yeah. your parents. So these motherfuckers that we keep interacting with, the ones that giving bare minimum, have always grown up with their bare minimum. And I'm like, that's why you need to go to therapy. Because I'm not Bob the Builder, and I'm not going to, like, love you into being fixed. It's, it's not my job. Like, yeah. Yeah, little problem. I think two parent, two parents are definitely better than one, and it makes a difference, like truly, because I've definitely been with someone who only had had one parent, mm-hmm. and I made them a mama's boy, and that was oh my god, no, toxic, Having crazy. Having two parents is also a privilege. It is a privilege, but it definitely makes a difference in the way they they mm-hmm. interact with the dynamic with like a partner oh, or something. Sure. Yeah, even if it's not the healthiest, it makes a difference. Yeah. And if it's healthier, it's a plus. Because then they know how to act a little bit better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I My ex essentially came from a home that where his parents were divorced. And, like, the divorce came out of, like, a result of his father cheating on his, like, on his wife. So, like, imagine seeing that growing up and, like, seeing your father not, like, fulfill a quote-unquote, like, husband role, like, infidelity like that should be taking a toll and i can definitely see how like his trauma also affected like our dynamic even though like it was his first especially since it was like his and ours like first relationship so oh yeah the home definitely makes a difference and i think also just like not having a parent figure there and like it can it can be very violent yeah. for some families especially mm-hmm. because when it's tied to themes of infidelity and other violent things like yeah. it's just it, it definitely impacts, like, it also, I feel like in the context of my ex, it impacted, like, what positions they've had to take on. Like, they definitely had to grow up way faster than they needed to. So, mm-hmm. I think, again, you're nine times out of ten, people are modeling what they see growing up. That is true. Mm. Oh. But the question is, are we going to continue doing wifey shit on a girlfriend's salary? No, <laughs> I will Never. not be doing wifey shit until a <laughs> ring is on my finger. And that is not because I feel like, oh, you know, I don't, I I think I gave so much of myself away in my first relationship. And I, I think that it, I'm very sacred. Like, those parts of me are very sacred. And I don't think anyone, not just anyone deserves them. So mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, if we're just talking, if we're just getting to know each other, you won't see that side of me. And that's not because I'm not willing to love people but that's because i have to protect myself and i'm not letting people have access to me in that way like right off the bat like i think there's strength in saving parts of yourself yeah i mean never say never honestly like i feel like i do wifey shit because like my soul just calls out for it and of course maybe at the moment i'm not realizing like maybe the person's not reciprocating the energy and this and that but at least I would hope that, like, the next time I am doing wifey shit on a girlfriend's salary, like, I know it's genuine. And, like, I know it's not going to be the same as I was doing it in my first relationship for, like, the male gaze, for, like, trying to prove my love for someone. Because I remember, I, I genuinely feel like I was doing wifey shit just to prove my love to him. 
So I know the next time I'm doing that, it's not, like, to prove anything. But just because, again, like, I'm a lover girl at heart. And, like, ooh, you put that energy in. I'm going to put that energy right back, babe. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. Like, oh, out. Can we please name this podcast Certified Lover Girls? <laughs> Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm on a <laughs> roll with these podcast names. Yes, yes, really good, really good. I don't know. I think for me, I'm not going to stop doing wifey shit. I'll just keep doing it on the low. And it has <laughs> kept working very well for me. Um, I will say you will not catch me doing no man's laundry without a ring. There's mm. just some things that are just a non-negotiable for me. Like, yeah. I just won't do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I will make you a sandwich out of love. Yeah. I'll be there love you know i i will do things it just won't be public you know it'll be on the private doors but it will be done i i think i i do still do like a little bit of wifey things but there's just some things i just can't i just cannot when i see people do it i just like oof, i can't do it sorry y'all don't even live together in like oh i was gonna say some shit but too direct too i'll mention it later (laughs) i already know what you was thinking i was thinking about saying it too but i was like too direct yeah I, at this point, I feel like I don't even know who listens to the podcast. I feel like at this point, we just talk. <laughs> no, for real. What were you going to say, Iman? Oh, I would, nothing. Oh. oh. Can we check the check the stats, though? Like, are people even listening, or are we just talking? I'd be going on campus like, hey, listen to our podcast, listen to our podcast. So. Well, we might just be talking, honestly. Imagine, like, we check on Spotify, and it's, like, zero views. <laughs> We honestly, we I would not, I would not be surprised. I hope not. But certified lover girls. Oh my god, that's such a good name for this episode. Um, what can I say? Certified I should lover. do that for a living. <sighs> Maybe you should. Oh my god. Okay. This would. Oh, this was uh, what I was gonna say earlier. Okay. Do you feel like it's hard to receive like sometimes love? Yeah, being I, such I feel a certified like, lover girl. I feel like my in the inside I'm geeked, but the outside I, I'll have the most serious oh face my God, ever. Same. But like, just know, like, like okay, mm-hmm. you know when you go on IG and you see people like crying, like, mm. oh my God, like he got me. I'll just be like, thank you. But that's <laughs> just me. But just yep. know in the inside I'm geeking. Like I'm like ah, like I'm melting and screaming inside. But the outside I have like the straightest face, or I'll just be like. Thanks. What a cute little smile. Little, little, you know. But I just feel like that's just who I am, though. Like, I mean, and, and I think it has to do with, like, the way I was raised and not having mm. much emotion in the household. But, like, just know in the inside, I'm very geeked. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought anyone. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it, too. I don't have an answer for this question. Oh. I think it is hard for me to receive love. I think that's one a dirt English. I think that's a journey I'm still on. I because I don't know. Again, like past traumas, the way I've seen love in my family, like I don't know. It's just I've done so much of the loving, like it's kind of hard to receive the love sometimes. Mm. And that's why when like I, that's why when I felt it with that girl for like even within a short period of time, like I was like, oh my god, like this is dangerous, like. I could really, like, fall into, uh, not a trap, but, like, fall into a relationship quicker than I can yeah. just because of, like, this person giving me this love and nurturing and stuff that I never, like, received before. And it's it's very scary. Very scary. Spooky. <laughs> oh, and it's, and it's spooky season, <laughs> too, so. Uh. Well, do we have any final thoughts for this episode? No, but I definitely want to be more emotional now, now that I think about it. 
like <laughs> Iman's why like you posture right now. <laughs> why are you give me the really? I just I just asked a question. Oh, I feel like at this point in my life, if I was to get married, you know when you're walking down Oh no no no. I've been watching Say Ju- Say Yes to the Dress too much. Love that show. And you know like when you watch Say Just Say Yes to the Dress, right? They be like crying like Yes, I found my dress. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would cry when I find my dress. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, cool. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> or like, I don't think I'd be that person. Like, if it was the other way around, like, I don't know if I would see someone walking down the aisle and cry. I don't think I'm there in my life where I'm emotional. I'd be like, hmm, she looks pretty. You know, mm-hmm. walking down. Depends on the day of my cycle. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I feel like. No matter what, like, I am an emotional person. I guess I'm just very good at hiding my emotions, though. But I'm very emotional. So, I guess. But no matter what, like, when I am, like, in love, those emotions are very on the surface. Like, I can't hide them. Like, (laughs) you can't tell if I'm upset. You could tell if, like, I'm, like, on everything. I can't hide that shit. You'll know when I'm mad. Yeah. (laughs) You'll also know when I'm sad. That's a fucking fact. For sure. You'll know when I'm mad because I'll just be looking at you like, no, your mouth opens. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like when I'm really mad, your mouth opens and you turn into the inner Brooklyn and you come out. <laughs> no, but I mean, like I've, I've, ne- I've also just never like expressed anger that extremely in in any type of. <laughs> no, because let's really talk about. I'm gonna say, I know I have trauma. I have my own issues. I need to work up with a, my own therapist. But one thing I will say is that I never thought I was this crazy until someone made me crazy. Because I promise mm-hmm. you, I, mm-hmm. I entered my first relationship. I was I was a godsend. I was God's favor. I was an angel set from above. Mm-hmm. But that man made me do crazy things I never thought I was capable of doing. And I blame everyone. <laughs> and maybe this is an, another thing I need to take up with my therapist. Maybe I need to hold accountability to myself. But I truly blame other people for making me do crazy things. Pe- crazy people aren't just like crazy. I don't know. I feel like your situations definitely shape how you maneuver. Because especially when you're in abusive relationships. That's true. <laughs> That's not a different episode. Abusive relationships as a whole. Uh, we uh, did we do that in season one? I feel like we did. We did, but I feel we like definitely we did relationship. not like. It was like abusive. A, it was it was a sprinkle. Yeah, it was like a broad. I I think we just need to have an episode and talk about narcissists because I was raised by a narcissist and I dated a narcissist. Yeah, me too. You took it too. No, you, you were raised and dated one too. That. Did I not just say that? <laughs> no, I, no, you were just, no, I thought you were just agreeing with one of them. That's all no, I was No, I said, me too. Uh, in general, me too, everything. Me too. I Is the me too movement still going on? I'm fucking sorry. I sorry. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's I think so random. <laughs> I don't think so. Because um, I feel like there still be, like, hashtags. Um. But I, I, there's still long-lasting effects of the movement because it has shed light on sexual violence. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, anything else? Um, It's okay to be a certified lover girl. It is okay. Just make sure, like, if you are one, that shit is reciprocated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do wifey shit. If it comes natural to you, if it feels right, even on a girlfriend's salary, just make sure that he put an extra, he giving you a bonus on top of that. 
Uh, we're not rocking it. We right. all done it. Been there, oh, done yeah. that. But you For learn sure. your lesson. You do. Yeah. yeah. I will say, after your first dynamic, mm-hmm. you learn how you want to maneuver for the next. And you just keep learning. So take what you've learned from your last dynamic and keep it in mind. But don't be down bad, bro. Because there's some I just be like, damn. J- please. But don't embarrass yourself. That's that's a different le- that's a different level. That that is just <laughs> we should do an episode of like when have we been down bad? <laughs> <laughs> I can speak for it, mom. <laughs> I want to say that <laughs> I'm happy that I I've been there for that journey. <laughs> And I want to say I'm also grateful that y'all weren't there in my journey. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if I if I was, just know I'd be clowning you for it still. I know you, you would. You will never let it go. I feel like we're going to be like 70 and you're still going to be clowning me for it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm happy I didn't see my down girl moment. No, literally. You literally had the pandemic that saved you. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It was like a moment of silence of just thinking how down bad we all were. Yeah. Oh. Like, my best friend from high school would be like, Emily, you were down bad. And it was, ki- and I'm like, oh, shit, my phone. And I'm like, I think, you know what? We all get a pass, though. Like, it was our first relationship, yeah. our first dynamics. Like, that's a hard pass. No. It's a pass, but it's not really a pass. Like, yes, it is, Natalia. No. Because... <laughs> I f- I truly feel nobody slapped me silly. Like nobody <laughs> told me. You but know, like that's the thing. Like I think no matter how many people tell you, you won't get it until after you're out of the relationship. Especially if they're talking. Like you just won't. Like nothing will register. No, no, no. I agree. I feel like you don't really register until after. But like I feel like nobody told me, so I never had a moment. Like I never had a. Hmm, let me think about it. I was just so infatuated. But but that's what I'm saying. Like once you're in it, you're yeah, in it. Like it's, it's like one. you can't see. St- you, I promise you, cause I, I thought, and then <laughs> <laughs> it still kept going. It still kept going. But and I it's think it's also you. very particular to like again the history of like my relationship. I at least can speak for myself because it was very toxic. So even moments where I was like, I need to get out. I still felt like I couldn't get out because. Mm. Um, should we end here? We can. How long has it been? 46 minutes. Do you have something to say? I will say, oh my God, I just want to ask this. Do y'all like, oh, when you're on your, oh my God, pre-period cramps are the worst. I just wanted to say that. And then sitting yeah. on a cold floor, fuck, oh my God. I feel like there's a hammer in my uterus right now. Is that good or bad? I'm confused. That's bad. Why would I want to So why would you sit in the cold floor? Because I had nowhere else to fucking sit because I was waiting for the shuttle. That never came. Oh, oh so you had to walk up. School. No. I called one of our friends, and he come he came and picked us up. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because it was, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to call the popo. Oh. Please, they don't. They don't give a fuck. I called them last time, and I told them that Emily was bleeding through their pants, but they didn't <sighs> do anything. They made the shit that we... <laughs> oh, yeah. Once I also um, faked an injury to get P-Safe to drive me and my friend up the hill because I didn't feel like walking up the hill. But, hey, you do what you have to do. Fuck the police. <laughs> Fuck 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, if this is all, 
right? This is such a fucking random <laughs> like no, yeah, we did so many topics in one. Hey, that's what it is though. We give the people what can, we get. Can y'all like interact with our shit? Like what are y'all doing? Like please, I, I have a moment for y'all, okay? Like so we post these posts, right? And like we want to hear from us. Y'all. Yeah, us. like speak to us. We don't bite. I I don't bite. <laughs> Natalia might. Oh, she tackled. I feel like I feel like we should do uh like the Instagram posts thing mm-hmm. where like people can leave comments cuz I I I genuinely you know what? think Let's do it right now. I genuinely think you, know I, you want to do it? I don't know. Sure. What's what going on? Wait, but like what do you what do you mean? Like a boomerang and then like do a question and be like what are your thoughts on okay. this episode? What are your thoughts on the podcast? Do you even Ooh, maybe a poll. Would you do you even listen to this podcast? Okay, get in the get in the frame. Okay. Oh my god, we're doing this while we record. Yes. No filter. Oh my god. Okay. Press the people. Press the audience. No, because I I really after this I'm really gonna search <laughs> up like how many views we get because yeah. I, I really haven't checked since like I'm a, season one. Do you one. listen to the podcast even? <laughs> Are you so <laughs> New York? <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for joining in on us in the kitchen table. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank Live, you. Live, laugh, love. You. Peace and love. Hashtag certified lover girls. Ah, stop, stop, stop. We should make a jingle that says, like, stand up. I don't know. Something I think we would get copyright for that shit. From who? Drake. Drake has sucked my dick. Oh, what dick? <laughs> you don't know what I got. No, sir. Okay, but I'm sure he trademarked all of that shit. Shit, I would have. That's because you're fucking. <laughs> the eco major in you is coming out. The CEO. Oh, you know who's a real, like, uh, trademark queen? Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Let me just say this real <laughs> Kylie Jenner. That bitch trademarks oh, yeah. everything. Period. No, you know what I cannot get out of my head? Period. Ah, uh, period. Uh. And this bitch is getting, like, a whole, like. Record I'm deal. Like, what maybe we should make maybe we should make another music podcast um, <laughs> episode again. Oh, oh my God! Yes, guys, Natalia has put me on to some. First of all, we need to have an episode just about sampling. No, we were yeah, but on top of that, we said we were gonna make a playlist and we never did it. Oh. Mm. Mm. But that's remember the we were supposed the yeah. kitchen table monthly uh, playlist. Bitch is hard. It's hard out here. We barely struggle to make these. You know episodes. what? I'm very proud of Girl. ourselves though with Why? these episodes. Like the Being consistency, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, agree. it's only two episodes. <laughs> Let's not jinx ourselves. <laughs> not come with. I I'm actually proud that we're still doing the podcast. Me too. I'm glad we're doing it. It's been a fun journey, and I'm happy that um, it's um taking a different wheel because I feel like the first two have been how depressing senior years have been. It's still depressing. Oh, we needed a break. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk shit next week. My one brain cell just like. (laughs) 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 All right, so should I end it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys.